Good morning, guys. Um, welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast. I'm so excited that you are joining me for another episode, another conversation to have together. Before we get into today's conversation, I want to let you guys know or remind you about the Truth Be Told Christmas Giveaway 2021. I am so excited about this giveaway and just so thankful for those who have entered in already. If you have not entered into the Christmas Giveaway, today this moment is your chance um, the giveaway is filled with different items <laughs> curated for you to pursue and experience the person of Jesus more and better and we give you the tools and the items for you to do that and so you can consider it your Bible study kit and um, it's just an amazing opportunity to start the new year with uh, the tools that you need to experience the Lord to thrive in the season that you are in. So I'm so excited about it. You can head over to that YouTube channel, the Truth Be Told YouTube channel. I'll put the link in the description. If you're on YouTube right now, you're already on YouTube. So you can just go over a couple of uh, videos and you should see it there. But if you're listening to me on podcast right now, I will provide the link for you so that you can go and head over to that YouTube channel and enter in and get your Bible study kit so that you can grow with the Lord and receive all that he has for you in this season um, that you are in. And so I hope that you are that special winner. I'm so excited that you guys have been liking and sharing and commenting and sending these things to your people and all the good things that y'all do. I'm so, so, so grateful. So this is just my simple thank you to you of being so supportive of the Truth Be Told podcast each and every episode. Y'all are amazing. And um, I just wanted to do this for you guys. So it is open now until December 20th. 24th, we will pick a winner on Christmas Day and all the information on how to enter in and what to do is provided in that YouTube video so you can check it out there because I can't remember all of it right now but everything for you is listed, it's given, it's written and all you got to do is enter in and hopefully you are that special someone. So I'm so excited, I'm so thankful for you guys and um, yeah that's pretty much it. Now, let's get into today's podcast episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Truth Be Told podcast. My name is Alexis Monet Howell and I'm so excited about our particular topic for today. I think it's going to be a great discussion and a great conversation, which is how to lead a Bible study and the importance of pouring out before we even get into our conversation i just want to thank you guys so much for your support for your love for your kind words for you sharing these episodes with your people for just flooding me with so much good things wise words words of encouragement y'all are the best and i'm just so thankful that each and every episode you guys have been faithful and tuning in and being a part of the conversation and y'all are just so amazing i i can't even but i wanted to take a moment just to say how awesome y'all are how thankful i am for you and let's just go ahead and get into the conversation for today um this today this episode is going to be a little bit different than what we've done in the past and i have some notes here on my laptop that i will try my best to stick with and because there's so many good things that i feel like um i've learned over the past 
few experiences I've just had in leading a Bible study and being a part of amazing Bible studies led by men and women of, of the faith. And I just want to be able to give you some practical tips if this is something that you are interested in or feel the Lord urging you to do and you're not so sure what to where to start or what to expect. And so this conversation today is really just tips and truths about how to lead a Bible study, the importance of pouring out and really what you can potentially expect as you step into that role of leadership in general, but specifically in leading a Bible study, leading other people in a book of the Bible or in a particular Bible study by like Priscilla Shire or Jenny Allen or Sadie Robertson or someone um, in that area. But that's basically what we're going to do today. And um you know, definitely have your notes and pen ready or if you want to jot something down on your notes app in your phone, that's totally fine. But I truly believe these are some truths that I've gotten from people who have done Bible studies, have led Bible studies for years. And these are also some of my personal experiences that I just want to share with you guys. And uh, we can talk about that. But what I want to start out with really are the truth takeaways. So I want you to hold on to these truths as we have this conversation today. And also, be sure to take these things um, when we end this conversation and hold on to them as well. So let's get into it. Um, the first truth takeaway that I really want you guys to um, hold to your heart is that Bible studies can be for a season. And what I mean by that is, and I'll probably get into it later on, but if I don't, I think everything is for a season. It talks about that in scripture and we see that even in our lives. Um, schooling is for a season. We're in ninth grade for a season or we're in a junior in college for a season and then we move on and the same thing for jobs, the same thing for, you know, life in general. And I believe Bible studies also are for seasons. Now, when I'm talking about um, Bible studies being for a season, I'm not talking about the church globally, like being in a, in a church and they only do Bible studies once, um, a one month out of the year. I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about you individually leading men and women, uh, in a Bible study that, that you are, are setting forth and that, that can be a season and everything looks different for everybody. Um, also, I just want to, to lay out there that I'm not an expert in leading a Bible study, but I have, again, been told by um, amazing people who have led Bible studies for decades and their uh, experiences as well as just applying my own. So please do not think like everything that I say is by the book, for the book, for you, um, but really just, just to be an encouragement and a, a little bit of a, a guidance for you if you want to step into this role, this beautiful, weighty at times responsibility of leading a Bible study. It's such a great blessing and a huge responsibility. So just wanted to say that Bible studies can be for seasons. Next thing is you are definitely going to be a leader. That is what you're stepping into. Be a leader, but also be a student. Now, as a leader, this is the third thing. So number one, Bible studies can be for seasons. Number two, be a leader, but also be a student. Number three, as a leader, you do not have to have all the answers and you will not have all the answers. And number four, Bible studies are not easy. They take a lot of work, but doing the hard thing, doing this 
leading, stepping out of your comfort zone, all of that, they produce such great reward and benefit. You just have to step into it. Get uncomfortable a little bit and just walk away with this amazing blessing that you're going to experience for sure. So those are the truth takeaways that I want you to um, hold within your heart as we have a conversation today. But I really want to share with you guys my absolute favorite thing to do when I lead a Bible study and it's a one-on-one -on -one Bible study. I've had probably four or five experiences over the past few years with different girls of doing a one-on-one -on -one Bible study. And the season that I'm in and the way that I do my stuff may look different for you, but I'll just share mine. Um, I started my first one-on-one -on -one Bible study with a girl five years ago, four or five years ago, super early in my faith as well as she was and um, as was she. And we just FaceTime and we would talk about like our school day and um, we would put pick a Bible plan. We use the Bible app. I'll put that in the description as well. I love the Bible app. It's free. It is full of great resources. Um, Life Church is an amazing church that is just pouring out into the lives of people. And so the Bible app is such a great place that I use even for my one-on-one -on -one Bible studies with some of my girls and that I use for this um, the first girl that I started the one-on-one -on -one Bible studies with. But in my experience of doing one-on-one -on -one Bible studies, I have met with these girls usually over FaceTime or a phone call and we would do it at any time that was best for our schedules. Um, so I've had it where I have done one-on-one -on -one Bible studies with a girl at 4 a.m. because that was how she like got up and she was ready and that was a good time for her before her day started. And so I had to sacrifice my sleep <laughs> and my comfort um, for for the gospel really, for, for learning about Jesus, even if it's at 4 a.m., you know? And it was amazing experiences. We ended up doing it a little bit later because she, um, has a kind heart and she knew <laughs> I was getting tired getting sleepy um, but yeah so I've done 4 a.m. I've done 8 a.m. I've done at night during lunch breaks right we find time to do these one-on-one -on -one Bible studies not to rush the Lord not to rush the spirit but to just be present with each other and have a conversation and and do a Bible study together so love one-on-one -on -one Bible studies it's the different things I have here, if you want to do a Bible study, a one-on-one -on -one Bible study with a friend that came to mind, text them. Text that friend. Say, hey, I would love to do a one-on-one -on -one Bible study with you. What do you think? The next thing is to pick a day and a time, a day and a time that works best for you guys and, and being consistent in that. I know I struggle with consistency. You can ask, at, I know for sure, one of the girls that I do Bible study with, like we both struggle with consistency. And so do not expect that this is going to be perfect, but try your best to be consistent, picking a day and time. Also in your one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one Bible studies, figure out what do you want to do in your Bible study? Do you want to read a book of the Bible? Do you want to read a Bible plan through the Bible app? Do you want to read a actual Bible study? Again, written by like the Priscilla Shires and the Jackie Hill Perry's and Sadie Robertson's and those types of people. Um, find what works for you. If you are best in doing, I know there's pros I don't even think there's cons in any of those outlets, but there's pros in a Bible plan using the Bible app um, that you can pick a certain topic that maybe you both struggle with or something that you both want to grow in. I know one of the 
the Bible plans that I did with one of my girls was pride. And we both struggle with pride in different areas, but we did that pride Bible study together and we wanted to be better and being humble and no longer prideful. There's things for insecurities or for any other sin struggle, um, but even encouragement on how can we share the gospel? How can we love our neighbor? Those types of things. If you want like a topic, then that is something that is like a, a there's three day, five day, 20, you know, there's so many different ways that you can do that and different time intervals for that. And I think that the Bible app is such a great place just to have some, some consistency because it will remind you that you ain't read anything that day if you set that. So that's an option. Um, again, if you read a book of the Bible, I've done that with my girls and I think what's beneficial and my mother has said this and I think I've even said it on the podcast which is quality not quantity. So when you're reading a book of the Bible, I read Philippians with one girl, we did not read chapter one in just one setting. We broke it down where we read verses one through seven or one through five and each verse we stopped after each verse. So after verse one, we read it. We talked about what we got out of it, any questions that we had, what it reminded us of. And then we went on to verse two, right? We didn't want to rush and get through all however many verses is in that chapter. We wanted to actually apply the scripture to our lives. We wanted to understand it and we didn't want to rush through it just to say for the heck of it, we finished the book of Philippians or the chapter one. So I think if you do a book of the Bible in a one-on-one -on -one Bible study um, and you're the leader of that, I definitely urge you not to rush. Do not rush through these scriptures because every verse is valuable. That's why they're there um, and they're there for a reason. So we don't want to push past them. We actually want to try our best to understand as much as we can. We're not going to understand everything in the Bible, but we can try to understand as much as we can which means that we're gonna have to slow down be a little bit more intentional and try our best to uh leave with this understanding more than how we came into that one-on-one -on -one facetime or coffee um coffee meetup in this bible study and that's also a way that you can meet with your people it does not just have to be on facetime that just works for me and my people the best but you can meet up for coffee at a specific time you can go and um i don't know there's so many ways to be honest but those are the the two things that come to mind for me a coffee date uh letting them come to your house or going to their house or meeting at the park or something like that um, just to make it between you and them so those are some things with the bible app uh with reading a book of the bible in itself and a bible study they already have it broken down days typically five day um throughout the week that they give you assignments and gives you scriptures and it's about like you can read about Ruth or you can read about Joseph or you can read, you know what I'm saying? It has already things broken down for you. So if you don't want to break things down yourself, that's probably a good thing as well as the Bible app. Um, also in one-on-one Bible study, something that I have learned and I also talked about this a little bit is that you're going to have to sacrifice some things. I had to sacrifice my sleep for the sake of learning more about Jesus with a friend and do I regret that time absolutely not I would do it over again and over again because we grew as friends um we also grew in our trust for each other 
and uh, we still talk to this day. I think I did the 4 a.m. Bible studies with her several months ago and and we still talk to this day and so it's like these sacrifices that you make um understanding episode official episode number one it's not about you and so we have to serve our people and we talked about that too in episode two um of loving others and loving and serving people and how we do that so making sacrifices as a leader for a bible study is key and it's crucial um, and it's going to happen. Uh, also, we'll always be, oh yeah, I just said Bible study meetups won't always be convenient nor easy. And that is the truth. It will not, but it's always a good thing. Um, oh, this is something so, so good that I learned. Um, I had mentioned that I did a Bible plan with a friend on pride. And I think when we step into this can be a thing for people i'll just speak for myself i won't speak for anybody else but for me if i step into a leadership leadership role it can be easy for me to feel superior than any than the people that i am uh, overseeing and i understand the definition of leadership i understand the role of leadership but what i'm also looking to is jesus as a leader and so though he led his disciples though he leads you and i in our day-to-day -day, he also serves us he listens he loves us he hears us out right um and this is what i learned in doing one-on-one -on -one bible studies with my girls i have learned that what they have to share is valuable too it's just as valuable as whatever i have to share and to hear them out is key so what i want you guys to know as you're doing these one-on-one -on -one bible studies whether you've been in the faith for 40 years or whether you're just starting out i, I really want you guys to hear them out and understand that you can learn from them too this is going back to the true takeaway that you are a leader absolutely as you step into this role but also be a student and i'll get into another way of what i mean by that so listen to your people um even if you're more spiritually mature than them the father gives wisdom to anybody he chooses it does not matter who you are how old you are or where you are if it is from the lord it does not matter um who it comes from so i have learned that some of the girls who i thought i was more spiritually mature and and i may have been shared perspectives and stories and ideas that i hadn't even thought about and so therefore i left better and with a different perspective on the same amount of scripture that we read together right um and so i just want you guys to hear out your people don't be so um gun hold on speaking 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 we'll get into that part but also hear them out also do do those things um also challenge your people i know my girls i challenge them this is just it's a small challenge but to some of them it's pretty big and that is to pray before we read um i i tell them every other time that we meet up i'll pray this time where I'll ask them like, hey, do you wanna pray? Do you want me to pray? But my goal is to exercise that muscle of prayer, praying out loud. They don't have to be perfect in it. I'm not perfect in it. I'm sure you're not either. 
But what I want to do for them is just challenge them a little bit to step out of their comfort zone, to know that they're safe with me and sharing their their prayers and um, how they approach the father is how they approach the father. And it's going to look different than how I do it or anyone else does. And that is just a little challenge that I do for my girls is, hey, you pray this week, I'll pray next time or asking them if they feel comfortable and, you know, go be gentle be kind to your people right don't force them like no you gonna pray today no like be be gentle be kind and see if they are willing to step out just a little bit and be a safe person for them to do that so praying before you read i think it's super important because you're inviting the holy spirit into this moment and i do that for a lot of Lexi howell um in the videos i'm pretty sure i think there's probably one time that i didn't do it because i was so excited and like going through but i i my mother was like hey pray before you start because there is this power and in inviting like just taking the time to invite the Holy Spirit in and saying like we know nothing unless you speak we have no idea what we're doing unless you move we are nothing in and of ourselves. only you are good and holy and true and so it's inviting the father in and saying hey can you speak through us today can you speak to us can you lead us in this Bible study can you bring clarity into the things that don't make no kind of sense that's what my family and i say so sorry for that um but can you bring clarity to the things that don't make sense to me this is your opportunity to pause before you even talk and say hey god i need you like this is about you i i need i need your help um so yeah that's that that is the one-on-one -on -one bible studies that is something that i truly do love i love um the the personal interaction that i get to have with the other girl um, I think also they feel more comfortable when it's just you and them rather than you, them, and some other people that maybe they don't know or are not so, not so familiar with. Um, so that is the benefit and the beauty of one-on-one -on -one Bible studies. You get to grow in your relationship with them. You get to grow in your leadership abilities. You get to hear them out and 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 take away their perspective as well and there's so many things that you learn even as a leader not just talking but listening listening to them hearing them out asking them do they have any prayer requests at the end of your meetup because you want to also maybe strengthen that uh, your prayer life and so asking them their prayers and praying for them strengthens that muscle in your own life i know i do that for my girls like hey how can i pray for you because i want to get better at praying for people and being as passionate for other people and their prayer requests as i am for myself and my prayer requests and my family's prayer requests so so many things guys comes into a one-on-one -on -one bible study that i really do love and to not make this conversation super long which it probably will be because we're already 20 minutes 20 minutes into it let's just go ahead into the online bible study group that i got to do this is my first ever group bible study that i was able to do in the summer um that pretty much led into the fall of this year but i this was my first time leading the the group bible study and what i ended up doing was i was challenged by jenny allen's book and i think i talked about this um in another podcast can't remember now but I was challenged by Jenny Allen's podcast made for this where she talked about, um, you know, like, hey, grab a group of people and go through the nothing to prove book with. And I when I heard it, I knew the Lord was telling me to do it. So ended up 
seeking him on that he gave me the go-ahead and I sent out texts just like I do for the one-on-one Bible study if there's a person like on me like I need to do a Bible study with for the the group Bible study since this was my first time I was like I'm gonna get as many people as I can for this Bible study so I ended up texting 42 high school and college age girls to see if they wanted to be a part of this online zoom Bible study that I was going to do based off of Jenny Allen's book nothing to prove such a great book I'm pretty sure I've talked about this already but if you have not gotten your order your copy of nothing to prove by Jenny Allen you need to do that it's such a great book such a great book um so in starting my online bible study i just sent text to 42 girls said hey this is it you want to join let's do this all of that um i also i'm doing exactly what i do in the one-on-one -on -one bible study i went to the lord and asked for a time and a day i asked my girls for those who were interested what days and times did and did not work for them you know and trying to get an idea that way went and sought the Lord and he gave me a day and he gave me a time and it was Thursday at 8 is it Thursday at 8 Lord oh boy Thursday at 8 or Thursday at 7 it was Thursday at 8 and um so I did that and um it it was super scary it was super scary and I think I'll, I'll talk about it in a little bit but maybe I'll just go ahead and do it now too and the 42 girls that I sent out this message to, only seven agreed to do it. Well, probably 10 or so agreed to do it. Only seven showed up the first night that we did it. After a couple of weeks, it dropped off to four. And for the next, what was it? nine weeks that we did a bible study because we try to break down the chapters within jenny allen's thing and wouldn't do too much because didn't want to overwhelm people especially as we were starting to get into the school year um so you go from 42 to 10 saying yes to seven showing up to four being pretty consistent and and in that small group of girls Four and 42 are nowhere near each other, but the four that I was able to do life with and read Jenny Allen's book with and talk about life and and our struggles and our situations with was beautiful. And then now I talk to the girls now. We text, we call each other on the phone, we see each other face to face. Why? Because we did a Bible study together. I stepped out of my comfort zone. Y'all, I did not want to do an online group Bible study. I felt inadequate. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't. I didn't know what to expect and I didn't know. I, like all these different things and I almost didn't do a Bible study. I know that's probably a constant thing that you guys have seen in my life like because I feel so inadequate in the things that are set before me by the Lord. I step away from them and that's not the way that we should live and I know that and I'm working on it but that is the exact same thing that almost happened with this Bible study is that I almost did not do it and the moment I said yes the moment I sent the first text I remember a weight just lifting off of me and I was so excited and so joyful and it was just a complete shift in my yes um, from being hesitant to saying yes I was bound to free 
And I think that is something that we have to step out. If you are wanting to lead a Bible study or maybe you're hearing that you should lead a Bible study, but you're scared, but you feel inadequate or you don't know what to do, where to start, how to do it. I hope this is encouraging to you and a little bit of like a foundation for you, but also your yes to what the Lord is leading you to do will liberate you more than what my words will, right? Your yes to the Father is actually going to free you from the weight that you feel. You may not even know that the weight, the nerves, the fear that you have is because your yes has not come to the Father. I didn't know that until my yes escaped by sending my first text. I was liberated. I felt free and I knew this was what the Lord wanted me to do. Even though I'd already heard him doing it, saying yes to him, obeying him, taking that step was everything. So that is what I did. My online group, Bible study girls, I love them to pieces. And, um, but not only did the Lord allow me to do a Bible study group with four amazing girls, but he also encouraged my mother to pour out into people. And she was listening to Holly Furtick's sermon. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was titled, but I will link that, uh, link her sermon in there because it was good, the parts that I heard and my mother heard the entire thing, but it was all about pouring out and the, the purpose, the importance of pouring out into people. You have to be filled up to pour out. And we wanna make sure that we're not being so filled by the Holy Spirit that we're not allowing the overflow to go into the lives of other people. Like let's not be selfish in what the Lord has told us and shown us and given us. We want to be, have an open hand. We want to share it with as many people because if we lived in a selfish way, then what, good was the sacrifice of Jesus. Jesus gave, right, so that we could receive. And I think if we, if Jesus were to take the mentality that we have at times to hold, to to keep for ourselves the blessings, the words, the truth of God, then we would not be, have this opportunity to be saved. We would not have this opportunity to be joyful in a broken world. We would not have the good things of life and the glory of heaven awaiting us had Jesus just kept the holiness for himself. So let's not be selfish. Let's be open. Let's have an open hand and and pouring out into people. But you have to first be filled up. Jesus was filled completely because he is God himself. And yet he poured out into us. And we want to fill ourselves with Jesus so that we can pour out into the people around us, even if it's in a group Bible study. So I think that's super important. But my mom was listening. Let's go back to that. <laughs> When mom was listening to um, Pastor Holly Furtick and the importance of pouring out, this challenged my mother, who is a downright introvert, to step out of her comfort zone and pour into the lives of other people by leading a group Bible study. She sent out texts to her people and she only got two people to respond back to her and be consistent. Two beautiful sisters. Um, I call her Aunt Chavette and Aunt Yvette. Um, but they were faithful in being a part of the Bible study. And we have grown, I feel like, as friends and as family because of that Bible study. And that was completely out of my mother's comfort zone to lead a Bible study with other people. Like my mother is a leader in our home, but outside of that, I feel like she has insecurities and feels like she's inadequate as well, as well as maybe you do. So the fact that she did it, super proud of her. Mom, if you're watching or listening to me, I'm proud of you, baby. Um, 
Um, and I think that is the important thing of our yes to the Father. He provides us with people, whether it's two, whether it's four, whether it's 4,000 or 40 people who go to your Bible study, your yes to the Father is more important than the numbers. And I was actually warned about that in the beginning that I may not get a lot of people in the Bible study, but I'm getting ahead of myself. I will wait. I will wait. So yes, um, group Bible study. Getting into the takeaway that I talked about earlier, being a student, being a leader, but also be a student. What I mean by that is I um, have sat under the leadership of amazing men and women as they have led Bible studies. In my youth groups, um, I, I was led by amazing people, not only the pastor who was Scooter Murphy, but also the the youth leaders, the I'm just going to call them out because they're amazing. Sarah Price and Rachel Camerata and Faith Hicks and Nina and um, uh, Danielle Boswell. Like even in middle school, these women who were faithful in serving students has impacted me in a way that I'm like, that's leadership. That's serving. Um, so y'all are amazing. And my Bible study girls, Lauren, Emily, Destiny, Madison. I love y'all so much. I love y'all so much. Okay, just had to call them out because they're just awesome. Um, but in being a student, I sat under the leadership of one woman who, wow, blown away by her wisdom, but also by her, what do you call it? Um, willingness to be real. So her name's Karen Parker, and I went with my mother into the women's Bible study and just like sat under her leadership. When you sit under the leadership of people who are more spiritually mature than you, there is nothing better than that. Like you are soaking in truth from women who have experienced life, from women who have gone through maybe similar things that you have and been victorious on the other side or those who are not afraid to share their vulner vulnerable situations with you. Um, so her leadership was amazing. We did online zoom bible study with her as well i'm in a vu crew i attend vu church through miami florida like not as my home church but that's also a place that i go to and i have been plugged into vu crew which is an amazing community um uh area where you get to sit with other people and talk about the sermon that was previously preached and you get to talk about life and it's just a great place met people from all over the states, all over the world. We're talking about Barbados. We're talking about Oregon, Maryland, Michigan. Um, one's in England right now. Like, it's just amazing the beautiful thing about Bible studies and how you can meet people from all over uh, too and, and partnering and being a student under the leadership of other people. And I think that's important of, of yes, you are a leader, but also be a student. You cannot hurt yourself by learning more um, from other people who have lived longer or who are stepping in the leadership roles themselves because the girls that I'm in a VU crew with they're college girls too so we're in we're all 19 20s in that age group so it's not like this is a 40 or 50 year old person speaking to me and teaching me the bible no we're we're talking about life we're we're listening to the sermon and we're talking about that together so hopefully all this is making sense but 
I also want to get into some real hard truth. Like as you prepare for doing a Bible study, hopefully I have not scared you all from doing a Bible study, but um, some real hard truth that I want you to hold on to and understand and prepare yourself as you prepare is that you have to prepare. I know I'm saying prepare a lot, but prepare for your Bible studies, which means if you're doing a Bible plan, pick a Bible plan, right? Pick a date, pick a time. As a leader, this is the things that you can do, like keep the ball rolling. Don't wait for the other person to initiate. You initiate. And I know that's scary sometimes, but it's needed. Um, another way to prepare for your Bible study is if you're reading a book, um, a Bible study or or something, read those chapters, read those assignments ahead of time. Like do your homework, do your part as well and, and don't just expect the other person to do it and you just talk. No, participate as well. Um, another way to prepare for Bible studies is preparing your heart, asking the Lord, hey Lord, I feel prideful in this moment, help me not to be. Or hey Lord, I feel inadequate in this moment, uh, remind me of your truth prepare by praying beforehand um, when you're with the other person or with the other group of people or just before you click on the starting the zoom bible study or before you walk into the door of the coffee shop or you know what i'm saying like prepare for your bible studies prepare your heart prepare your mind and and by reading the stuff that's set before you um, also prepare in knowing that you uh, may not fulfill everything that you set out to do. Like it's a rocky thing, especially if this is your first time doing a Bible study, leading a one-on-one -on -one or a group Bible study. You're not going to get everything right. And for us perfectionist people, it's really hard whenever you set out to do something and don't accomplish all of them or not as high as you would have wanted. But Yes, that's all I have to say. Next thing is to prepare. Ask the Holy Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit to do his thing, to move in a way that you cannot, to speak in a way that would ring so much clarity into the other person's ears because it's not our words that bring light and life and clarity to people. It's the Holy Spirit actually speaking through us that meets that person's needs and brings this clarity to their mind and to their heart. So you want to invite the Holy Spirit again to do his thing, whether it's in your personal time before you start your Bible study or right then and there or and or right then and there when you're doing a Bible study with your people um, go to go to God for questions to ask for my Bible study with my with my girls um, the group Bible study in the very beginning I made questions based off of the chapters in the book Jenny Allen had questions but I made my own um, and we talked about that. So I asked the Lord, hey, what questions can I ask or for him to illuminate some things within it? Even if I didn't ask, he just did it. And I was so thankful because sometimes we forget to ask the Lord for certain things. But um, with that, I just said, hey, can you can you tell me what questions to to ask these girls and to put um, for them? um da, 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 da. again read the chapter ahead of time i didn't do this there were times and my group girls will will tell you this there were probably two or three times that i did not oh my gosh that's scared sorry y'all i heard something going on <laughs> i heard something going on and it scared me okay um what was i saying oh boy um Oh boy, what that really scared me, y'all. 
okay again read the chapter ahead of time um do your homework i didn't always do this there was two or three times that i did not actually uh read the book and i shared with the girls like it was a hectic week i didn't do it um and we just talked about life like pivot right pivot if they had something to share based off of what they read great um and and letting that again just be a time where you hear them out um yeah whoo i think my i think my pulse is going down now i think we're going back to normal um be dependent on the lord i think that's super important like you're not going to be perfect i know y'all i know you're not going to be perfect you're not going to have all the answers you're not going to do everything perfectly and well but you can be dependent on the father and the holy spirit to do their thing to do his thing of moving within um your obedience to lead a bible study uh, also give the grace for change and inconvenient and pivot again and and me not reading some of the chapters we had to pivot a bit we it was inconvenient that i hadn't made my time in reading those particular chapters but we just talked about life instead we were able to go a little bit deeper in our friendship so pivot with these things it's okay give yourself grace um okay this is something <laughs> <laughs> this is something that I, I learned watching other people but also people told me is that you may have to pull some teeth in your bible studies with people um they're not always going to talk they they could be chatty cathy's with you when you're hanging out with them but when it's in a setting of like reading the bible or if there's other people around they don't always talk so you may have to pull some teeth you may be the only one talking and that's gonna have to you know just be a thing for you I've experienced it my mother has experienced it leaders of Bible studies and anything you experience it so just knowing that uh, again inviting everyone to your group do it invite everybody in your contact list invite them whether you talk to them recently or not invite them to the Bible study discernment y'all discernment but um, understand that not everyone will be in your Bible study and if they are that is amazing like that is kudos to you 100% but that is not always the case um, you may get away from the book entirely we did that with my girls we didn't even finish Jenny Allen's book as great as it was but we understood the change that was happening which was let's talk about life let's talk about our struggles a little bit more and um, it, it was less about let's read this it was more about I need a friend so understand the the need of your people and lean into that um, again that's what i wrote my girls didn't need a bible plan they needed people to hear them out and talk about life with so go with the movement of god um if they are asking you questions that you do not know the answers to it is okay to say that you do not know but you can try to find the answer for them by going to like your peers family members and a mentor a spiritually mature person and giving that question to them and trying to find the answer so it's okay if you do not know you can say you don't know but you can try your best to find it out for them um you're not god you're not gonna know everything um go into your bible study with the grace of being able to learn from them too i'm just really reiterating what we've already talked about guys um, understand that you are a lamp 
not the sun. And what I mean by that is that the sun comes up and nothing can be hidden from its heat. Psalm 19 talks about that. As a lamp, we can be turned on, <laughs> on and off, right? Like people can just, just turn us on or turn us on. Um, but with the sun, it's on and nobody can turn it off except for the Lord, right? So in being a lamp and not the sun, what I mean by that is trying your best. Do your part, but understand you cannot sit in the place of God. You cannot know everything like God, but you can be uh, a small version of the Lord to people by trying to be gracious, by trying to be humble, by trying to hear them out, by trying to lead in a way that is loving, that is kind, by serving them all those different things um and again the benefit of doing what's scary of pouring into people of leading a bible study i have made new friends i have deepened my friendship with some people and i feel like because i've done this difficult thing or it's not difficult but you know because i've done something that i was not used to doing which is leading a bible study I can do it again and so giving that like thinking through that like I've done this before I can do it again that's kind of one of my mindsets if I've done it before I most likely can do it again um, and then why do we pour out so I talked about it's in the title the importance of pouring out we pour out because Jesus did it Jesus was super selfless and we need to be selfless too we talked about that earlier um, he shared with us his glory and his holiness he held nothing back he gave it all and we should do the same for other people um, and and in us being selfless we bring God glory essentially and that is what it's all about um, number two, why do we pour out? Because we are commissioned by God to do so. In Matthew 28, he tells his disciples and even I to go out and make more disciples, to do what he has done for us, to wash the feet of people, to love people who seem unlovable, to pray for people's souls, um, all those different things. That is what we are supposed to do. And in pouring out, it looks different. It could be sending a text to a person. It could be leading a Bible study. It can be checking up on people. It can be sending gifts. Um, so many different things. Look at the love languages of relationships. And those are ways that we can pour into people, that we can pour out ourselves, sacrificing our time, our efforts, our energy, all of that for the sake of someone else to meet their need and all for the glory of God. This is the importance of pouring out so that God can get his rightful glory. So this has been a very long conversation, but I think at the same time that you guys have gotten some great truths from this. Um, again, I'm going to read the true takeaways, which is Bible studies can be for seasons, be a leader, but also be a student. As a leader, you do not have to have all the answers, nor will you have all the answers. And Bible studies are not easy. They take work. But doing the hard thing reaps great reward and benefit. All right, guys, that is all that I have for y'all. Um, hopefully this has been encouraging. I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning into this episode and I'll see y'all in the next one. Bye y'all. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Truth Be Told podcast. I pray that you've been encouraged, that you've had some fun listening to the conversation. 
as always, you are listening to me on podcast right now. Be sure to subscribe to the Truth Be Told podcast. Give it a five-star, hello, five-star rating and review of your thoughts um, with the podcast. I would love to see what you guys are thinking about the podcast episode so far and also what you may hope that we talk about on the podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. If you're watching me right now on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Turn on the notifications so that every time I post, you are notified. You don't miss a single episode. Okay, so be sure to do that. Comment below under each video your thoughts, um, questions that you may have, anything and everything. Please be sure to comment. And most importantly, maybe that and subscribing like this video like the videos that you are loving share it with your friends do all that you can so that we can encourage more and more people don't be scared do it now share it with a friend that person that's on your mind share this episode with also be sure to follow me on dear broken girl um the facebook and instagram accounts at dear broken girl Last thing that I want you to do is to go to Facebook and follow the Lava Lexi Howell Facebook page so that you are able to get up to date with the conversations and the interviews that I have on a monthly basis. I know that's a lot of homework for you guys, but we want to build the kingdom of God together. So I'm encouraging you. I'm urging you to go and do those things that I have already shared. This has been so fun. This has been a great conversation. I'm so glad that you've joined me, but definitely want to pray over you before we end this and wrap this up. Okay, so let's pray. Father, I am so thankful that this is the moment that you have decided for us to have a conversation. I pray that you would bless um, your children, that they would learn more about you, Lord, that they would be encouraged by your word, that they've had fun having a conversation today and just um, it's brought some joy to their day, to their lives. I pray that you would bless them, that you would lead them, and that you would love them in only the ways that you can. Be glorified, be honored. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.